It's no surprise that updating the electricity grid today will make for a better tomorrow. Increased self-sufficiency is just one of the benefits. The Great Grid upgrade will also boost the economy and create new green jobs. And best of all, you can continue doing the things you love, like watching the latest epic nature documentary or listening to this podcast while caring for the planet too. Find out more at nationalgrid.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Hello and welcome to the BBC Country Farm Magazine podcast, the podcast that takes you out into the countryside when you can't get there yourself. As we all face the coronavirus lockdown in the UK, we need avenues of escape into the beautiful landscapes that we love. And I really hope that our podcast, or podcast as we call it, can offer you something of that. My name is Fergus Collins and I'm the editor of the magazine. I'll be doing my very best to keep the podcast going through the spring and summer and bring you all some fresh air and wild beauty with each episode. In this season five of the podcast, we have some lovely episodes recorded from 2019 and from earlier this year. I'll also be trying to record some encounters with spring on my daily walk for exercise here in my homeland of Monmouthshire. We'll have some relaxing readings from favourite books about nature and the countryside, and I'll be asking other friends around the country to record their little bits of audio for us. I'd also love to hear your suggestions for what might work as a podcast in the coming months. Email me your ideas on the following address, editor at countryfile.com. For now, join me on a short walk through beautiful woodland down to the River Usk to hear spring birds on. So I'm just climbing over a stile into um, into a little woodland near where I live in Abergavenny. And it's only a tiny little woodland that leads down to the River Usk. And I thought I'd go out and make a little record as we're getting near 
well it's the equinox today, equal nights and from now on the days are longer than the nights, 20th of March. It's an auspicious time at the moment as the news headlines are dominated by Covid-19 and all the responses to that. So I'm out on my own, long way from anyone. Trying to find a little taste of spring and give a little bit of a taste of the outside. This is a funny little woodland and uh, over the course of, well since January the 1st I've been walking here pretty much twice a week probably. Um, normally walking my dog Idris, there's a lovely wren. Be able to hear a few Hopefully a bit of birds on here, there's robins. Sounds like a single magpie. Uh, a siskin singing up ahead. Uh, this woodland's made up of a lot of straggly pines, a few alders. There's a, hollies, elder, and a lot of them have fallen down. This woodland was completely underwater in the recent floods. And now, how quickly the world changes. We've forgotten about the floods. There's a grey squirrel running through there. Now the woodland's got a big, well, it's got a lovely little stream running through it. These are siskins up here singing. Um, and there's water collected in a kind of oxbow within the, within the wood. So it looks like a perfect place for frog spawn, but I can't see any from where I am. There's a funny little humpy island in the middle. So it's like a wet, waterlogged woodland with these tall trees. Uh, actually, good numbers of birds today. Mostly I'm walking my dog, so I never have a chance of really... He normally chases off everything. Lovely though he is. Now someone's left a tent here. It's a big tent. So it's been here for quite a while. It's been here for a couple of years. And I intend to get rid of it at some stage. So I've been clearing this woodland of litter, bit by bit. Every time I walk through, I, I collect a carrier bag full. And I don't know, I must have done 15 or 16 carrier bags full of glass bottles, crisp packets. And I'm just looking in the stream. Normally there's lots of little minnows in here. And I think if I, it's just a bit high at the moment, the stream and a bit murky, but there's normally a good population of small, small fry. So I think the parent fish spawn in the river and the fry come into this stream and go quite far away from the main river Usk. So you can find minnows all the way along. so they come here for protection but I imagine the odd trout or other predatory fish will swim up here and make merry amongst it. So I've been clearing these woods and the river on my walk of rubbish and actually it's pretty clear now but it was devastating after the floods. There was so much polystyrene in here and it's funny you find collections of bottles where people have obviously had a, a little drink 
And I, I've got nothing against people coming to the woods and having a party. I just wish, they clearly love it, but I just wish they wouldn't leave stuff behind. Gosh, and in the storms we've had, so many trees have blown down. It's like a crisscross of fallen trees. There's an understory of um, mostly bramble. In a very battered old style here, the fence has come down. There's people out walking their dog on the other side of the river. So there's a lot of bird life today. That looks like to me a chiff chaff. There's a chiff chaff. They've just arrived. I heard my first one about three days ago. Yeah, it's a chiff chaff. He's not singing at the moment. Could be a she, that's why no song. But I'm just going to follow this little stream down to the river. There's a sleeping bag here, so I think that's all connected to whoever was rough sleeping. And some big old willows and on a little bend in this stream. I've actually never been down here before. And it's quite soft, the ground, from the flooding. I could almost jump across the river here, but I think I wouldn't make it and end up embarrassed and drop my new recording equipment, which, seeing as I'm having to work from home and having to hopefully producing more podcasts over as spring unfolds, I've got myself some new kits, so I'm testing it out. And I hope people will listen. There's lots of Himalayan balsam seedlings here. Too many to pull up. Millions of them. Uh, I say millions. Thousands, thousands of them. And they will create a massive, tangled Himalayan jungle here. But there are lots of celandines here as well. So the celandines currently outnumber the Himalayan balsam. I mean, celandines are flowering everywhere, and it's cloudy, overcast now, early afternoon. Oh, there's a little bunch of primroses. And they're flowering exactly where I found a huge pile of rubbish the other day, so it's sort of quite nice that where there was foulness, now there's beauty. So I'm still following this little stream. I, I don't even know if it has a name. I'd like to give it a name. Um, it's just, it's the sort of stream, when I was a child, I would spend hours fishing for tiddlers in these streams. So, one of the unfortunate things of the people having just gone by with the dog is that there's now very little chance of us me spotting an otter as we go down to the river but um, now here I'm just approaching a little footbridge and we're really at the what I like to think of as the estuary of this stream but in the margins here are some funny spikes of pinky white flowers um, they're sort of how would I describe it almost like a toilet brush one of those round, like pineapples on the end of a stick. And these are pinky white. And they are butterbur. And there's lots of, lot of other plants. There's lots and lots of cuckoo pint. Uh, Lords and ladies coming up. Which will... There are the distinctive red berries on a stem. There's all sorts of rude things about 
lords and ladies, cuckoo's pint is the, the cuckoo's penis. So uh, it arrives, this is two sort of spearhead shaped, well, lots of spearhead shaped leaves, but from that comes this central stalk, which has a sort of a phallic look to it. And of course, people throughout history are just generally coarse and decide that that's, um, let's call it a cuckoo's dick rather than uh, something more elegant. Now I'm looking, I'm standing on a, a massive bank of detritus, mainly wood, but there's rubbish in here as well, of course. Paint tins, plastic bottles, I can't get down to most of it because it's too dangerous. But at the mouth, the estuary of my little stream is blocked or clogged with this woody detritus. It'll all rot or it'll be cast away, but it's like a, it's like when you see a mini tsunami this whole area was underwater and it's just because we're on a bend in the River Usk that it has collected here. Probably, hopefully here, the rapids above the Wren. The rapids here and it's broad part of the river. So the river sweeps down. It's come from the Crickowl direction and it sweeps down. Quite gently relatively two big bends and then it does this really sort of sharp bend and narrows and there's white water here. It would be a perfect place for sort of otters and busanders and that sort of thing. But it's a very popular waterside path here for dog walkers so unless you're up really early most exciting wildlife has gone into hiding by now. It's a still day. There's a bit of blue sky actually over Llanwenar. There's a little gate that I've just gone through. So I'm now looking right down at the rapids from the bank. Oh, there's so much. There's bottles of empty bottles of gin. There's like a. Oh, there are at least 50 plastic bottles. There's a football. Looks like some sort of. What is that? Oh, there's a dog poo bag hung on this fence here. So, someone just deliberately added to it. There's a bin or a plastic drum. Uh, two footballs, massive pieces of polystone. I can't get to any of this stuff, so maybe when the river levels go down. But there's probably 20 bags of rubbish just down there. This is all coming from upstream, so how it's getting into the river, I don't know. Things get washed down tributaries and they end up in the poor old... Oh gosh, it's just all the way along there's rubbish. Plastic bottles mostly. We have to do something about single-use plastic. We can't carry on like this. So I'm now walking upstream on the right, the right bank. So if I look south, I'm looking across the river to the Blorange. It's north, it's rather daunting north face, which is cloaked in woodland around the, like a collar, and then it's bald from about two thirds of the way up. So it's a few sporadic hawthorns. This is the north face of the Blorange. I'm walking through a broad field, which would normally already have sheep on, but because of the flooding, I think 
wisely the farmers aren't putting their sheep back on yet. Uh, let the grass recover a bit. It's the song of the usk gurgling away. There's rubbish high up in the trees here because there's a chaffinch up ahead, a female chaffinch. Zipping along among these willows and alders. Yeah, rubbish high up in the branches, so you can see how high, another sort of 15 feet higher than the river level that currently is. So it's funny, the world looks so peaceful when you're out walking. And on the opposite bank, there's this extraordinary creature, like a tiny, it's a tiny sausage dog. Mallard also just beneath it, which seems to be exciting it. It's an odd little creature. It's funny, I've seen it several times on this walk, just on its own, so I wonder whether it's sort of its owner. I can't see any human being. It's the second time I've seen it on its own. There's a hairy bittercress along here, which you can eat, a little white flower on a, a tiny little leaves, like little hearts. Sort of shamrock type leaves, and you can eat that, but I wouldn't eat the stuff here, it's been underwater for quite a long time. Very much an invader of garden veg beds. So, on my right to the north are, is, the, is the sugarloaf, but the foothills of the sugarloaf, so I can see the three main foothill, foothills, which are Derry. Rolben and Llamwenath. Llamwenath Breast, it's called. And these are lovely walking. You can see little houses peeking up from the, their little mountain top Aries. Um, this breeze creates a ripple effect across the water. It's running really fast, the river. Much faster than the Thames, which I explored its source what, what seems like years ago but it was actually only end of January unbelievable how the world has changed since then innocent innocent times um, so yes the countryside so it's here it remains here unmoved resolute and beautiful. I've been penned at home. So, Country Farm magazine, BBC Country Farm magazine will still be produced. We are working from home, but we have a fabulous team, brilliant writers. There are photographers out there who are still taking photos, following all the recommendations. And we're working very hard to make things happen because while we all need the bare essentials of life, we also need joy and a reminder that the countryside is here for us. Beautiful, gives perspective on life. Um, I've been penned up for a few days, just working, 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 trying to get the systems going. And now just, I'm taking a quick hour. It's done me the world of good hearing birdsong, listening to the river, seeing wildflowers coming through 
and it's going to be a great solace in the coming months and I hope through this series of podcasts it can be a solace to you too if you can't get out for whatever reason just look at a lovely willow here buds bursting it is so beautiful these little furry this is a goat willow so the little furry sort of catkins burst into these kind of they look sticky they're covered in pollen little spikes of yellow absolutely beautiful Ah, oh, some long-tailed tits just going by. A little caravan of long-tailed tits. Spring is happening. And that's a good thing. There's a wren just acting like a little dipper. More robins along here. There's lots of wrens. I think wrens are the most common bird in Britain. Robin just wistfully. So while we are all cooped up inside, nature is making hay. And so perhaps when we come out of all our our, um, quarantines, people are going to be surprised about an abundance that's happened while we were sleeping. So there's something hammering on a tree here. There's a woodpecker on nuthatch. A flock of red wings. something hammering on the dead wood. Just hang on here, see if... I'm right beside some really tall pine trees. Yeah, I might have gone now. Back by my little stream. The trees are talking to me here. Oh, it sounds like a... I thought that was a black cap. Yeah, there's a black cap. First black cap of the year. Yeah, there's a black cap here. That's amazing. Let's get a bit closer to it. little thicket probably just arrived from Africa today it's 
sort of chattering, robin-like, a little bit robin-like. Really noisy wren. You can hear it above the chainsaw. Just a little thicket here. Sort of scratchy. Pretty awesome this little spot actually. Despite the style. It's some really tall trees, bit of scrubby thicket and the stream. Uh, beautiful notes. say goodbye to the to the black cap it's just brilliant today the wood that's a chaffinch plink 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 chink 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 so that'll probably be it for now I wish you all the absolute very best and please take care and do listen to the official advice and Keep watching the BBC News Channel for updates. It is the best around. Out in the middle of the water, there's a lonely empty bottle, glass bottle of vodka. I found, uh, there must be over 20 empty bottles of vodka. So someone's obviously having little vodka parties here on a regular basis. So you can contact me. Um, I'm Fergus Collins, editor of the magazine. The following email address, editor at countryfile.com. You can also contact the magazine through Facebook, BBC Countryfile magazine, Instagram. You can find, just look up Countryfile magazine. And the same on Twitter, at countryfilemag. Uh, podcast, just keep tuning in. And... We'll do our best to respond to everyone. 
please feel free to ask us questions. We'll do our best to keep bringing you the best of the countryside and to keep all our spirits up. So goodbye for now and thank you so much for listening.